Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Everyone either has a neighbor like this or knows somebody like this or has heard of someone like this. A guy who, on his property, just has a lot of vehicles sitting around, perhaps on blocks, various states of disrepair and or disassembly. And if you ask him what his plans are for fixing them up, he'll say, I'll get to them one day. In this case, that guy, with all the vehicles slowly rusting away, is the U.S. Navy. As the Los Angeles-class attack submarine, the USS Boise, has been sitting at a dock at the Newport News shipyard, waiting to be overhauled since 2015. The problem, it seems, is a backlog of other work at the shipyard, and there's no dry dock available to do the $335 million refit. But fingers crossed that could happen this year, although it will take two years to complete, meaning the ship won't hit patrol again until 2023, a full eight years after its last operational voyage. Mice. That's going to be the problem, Cliff. Mice, you think oh, yes. so? Oh, yes. I had a car that sat in my yard for a long time, and yeah. when I finally got in there to get rid of it, yeah, ooh, it was like um, like a feces storm in there. It was bad. I mean, it was, it was like a feces I mean, it was bad in there. And that's what they're going to find with a submarine, too. Those guys can get into anything. Yeah. Even though there's no food in there, they'll chew around on everything. They're, they're always looking for it. They're though, always so. looking for it. Now, I'll have to admit, there might have been some french fries and other things I in my car. There, there was probably food in your car. Yes, I, yes I, I'll have to admit that happened. We had a story from a spot that uh, we, you and I have spoken about before on Nashville's Honky Tonk Highway. That and more coming up on the news at, oh, by the way, yes, it does come from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. Well, then I know exactly where we're <laughs> going to be visiting, Cliff, on Broadway Street in Nashville. As it turns out, Kid Rock does have his limits. Yes. <laughs> it would be easy to think that there's no bigger party spot on Nashville's Honky Donk Highway than the place owned by Kid Rock. Even if by name alone, the spot at 221 Broadway called... Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk rock-and-roll steakhouse would be a wild place. And it's been said that the owner himself frequently shows up to party hard with his customers. But apparently Kid Rock does has have limits, and they appear to be defined in the operations manual written by the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast! Police in Nashville haven't issued a formal report on the matter, so we just have to go by what those who were listening to the scanner there Saturday night said happened. At this point, it's not clear if the unidentified man in question was actually inside the establishment, perhaps at the bar, or out front on the sidewalk, but the effect was the same either way. Several Nashville police officers and some other bystanders had to go home and change clothes because in his state of intoxication, dude pulled off his colostomy bag and began to swing it around in circles, thus spraying feces all over the place. It's probably something like a poop fountain. And in the poo-flinging department, that's a crappy situation that probably beats all other crappy situations. I've actually been in that place, Cliff. <laughs> Was there a poo fountain? No, no. 
it's it's really a kind of nice place with a very funky looking uh, stage set up on the first level and uh, <laughs> think I'll wait before I make a return trip there just to make yeah. sure everything gets you know sanitized up yeah that's uh-huh. a uh, night at the honky tonk you're gonna remember Cliff for the rest of your <laughs> life that's for sure I didn't want to like this show Cliff when it first came on I really really did not want to like it and I wanted to watch it just to complain about it. <laughs> What show are you referring to? Well, a funny thing happened on the way to my hatred, Cliff. The, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the way I look at it. The funny thing happened on the way to my hatred. I got to liking Ellen's Game of Games. Have you ever seen that show? You know, I, I was kinda, I'm kind of the opposite of you on that show. You don't because like it? When it, when it um, first came out, I, I was fascinated by it, and then eventually it's like, you're abusing the people the same way over and over and over. I've seen enough. And now, now I'm done watching anymore. <laughs> well, maybe I've got a crueler streak than you do, Cliff, because well, I kind of like it. <laughs> now, I do admit sometimes that Ellen seems to enjoy it a little bit more than, you know, is there's, comfortable to see. Yeah, there's the problem, yes. But what I like about it is the different yeah. games they have and the creative geniuses well, behind yeah, the game there's no doubt about that i mean the one where they pull on an umbrella and it pours cold water on you until you hit the one that has the confetti that's pretty good yeah the balloon that blows like up yes yeah. balloon that blows up yeah. in your face full of whipped cream or whatever is mm. creams inside that thing last yeah. night cliff they had a repeat yeah. show on then they had a new show on and her final okay. game of the night was a really good one Look Ellen in the eye and get acid thrown in your face. That's a tough game. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's a lot of concentration involved in that game, Cliff. So, no kidding. Uh, yeah. that, that might have crossed oh. the line of, you know, being a bit much. Yeah. We had the three-day battle at Gettysburg in 1863 was a turning point in the Civil War, although casualties on both sides approached 50,000 killed or wounded. But probably none wounded in the way this unidentified man was at the battlefield's now National Park on Friday. Firefighters from a nearby volunteer fire department responded to a 911 call about a man trapped in a confined space. But by the time they arrived, bystanders had broken out a chainsaw and cut him free. An ambulance also responding to the scene eventually did take dude to a nearby hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries. It was a windy day in Gettysburg Friday, and those winds apparently blew a tree over, and when it landed on the porta potty the man was sitting in at the time, he was briefly trapped inside the toilet. Insert your favorite dropping a log joke here. But new this morning, Charmin announces they're coming out with a white flag of surrender line of toilet paper for just such a situation. Would that not be embarrassing? <laughs> Yep. And what do you do with your time while they're cutting you out, Cliff? I mean, you're just kind of... <laughs> you're kind of just sitting there waiting for the job to get done. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. <laughs> well, there went that good pair of headphones, Cliff. <laughs> you, you busted your headphones? I, um... They fell off my head into the toilet. <laughs> and I had to get another set. And I've had this set for 15 years. And now when I'm talking to you with this new set yeah. on... When I read this morning, Cliff, that Florida may, they may pass a bill that allows restaurants there to go ahead and sell to-go alcoholic drinks once the pandemic's over. Because it's Florida, Cliff, and what could possibly go wrong with having people drive through and pick up booze in Florida? (laughs) 
let's make a way to get stupid more accessible <laughs> in a state full of stupid people. Exactly right. How about you make our selection for Take It to the Bank today? I'll give you three oh, choices, okay? Okay, okay we sure. We can talk about a mountain range in Africa. Yeah. How smart was Marilyn Monroe? Okay. Or how most countries drink milk. <laughs> it's entirely up to you. I don't care which way you go, Cliff. Um, well, I, I already know that Marilyn Monroe was far more intelligent than her persona played in the public. Um, I really don't care to know about how rest, the rest of the world drinks milk because it's probably pretty gross, and you know I don't really like gross things. I know you don't, yes. Yeah. So let's go with mountains. All right. Mountain range in yep. Africa. That'll be our take it to the bank. And you were absolutely okay. right, Brain, about uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. IQ of 163. Yeah. Albert Einstein was 160, so that's pretty impressive <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's time now for take it to the bank. For almost all of the 1800s, maps yeah. of Africa had a mountain range called the Mountains of Kong. <laughs> which have never, ever existed, ever. But they still show up even today, Cliff. In 1995, an atlas was printed that showed the mountains of Kong. <laughs> Kong, like King Kong. Like King Kong, yes. Yes. Like, But it was fake. Absolutely fake. So you're telling me for years people have believed that there was... A fake mountain range in Africa. That's exactly right. For over 100 years, Cliff. <laughs> it seems to me there's more of a no a fake mountain range in East Tennessee, wouldn't you say? And all of that <laughs> you can take to the bank. Yes, Cliff, I know. <sighs> the Dolly Parton I range. Yes, we know. <laughs> we, you Here's Alan Jackson. Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. They fell off my head into the toilet. You know, we did. I didn't even question why you wore your headphones to the men's room. I perhaps noticed. I should have. I, well, that's another story for another day, Cliff. Sorry. <laughs> number two, a poo fountain. <laughs> that's always going to be number two. Always. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, a funny thing happened on my way to hatred. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not proud I said that part, Cliff. I should, yeah, that's not a... <laughs> yeah, you might, you might look for a softer tone next time. I think so, yes. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.